Previously, on episode 21, I spoke about obedience. Um, specifically, I spoke about a widow woman from Zarephath. And when I finished that episode, I felt like I needed to read this story one more time. So I did. It's found in 1 Kings 17, 8-24. It's truly an inspiring story. You should read it for yourself. Jump in and join me as we begin to talk about not only her story, but a few other peoples along the way. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today. You are listening to Throne Room Encounters. My name is Ashley Catois. In the last few months, I have been praying about a way to tell about all God has done for me and my own personal Throne Room Encounters. An encounter is to meet unexpectedly a chance meeting. This is exactly what a Throne Room Encounter is, that moment when God steps into the room and the atmosphere changes. Join me each week as I talk about miracles, healing, answered prayers, promises from God, and so much more. Hello everyone, so excited about some upcoming episodes, the Valentine's one specifically. I will be having a couple from my church joining me for this episode, Lord willing. If everything goes like we are planning, whenever they are able to join, it's going to be a fabulous time. I can't wait for y'all to hear this episode. I never realized that the widow of Zarephath was the same widow woman whose son, Elijah, raised from the dead. I can't help but think, out of her obedience, she received two different miracles. Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. When I read this story, the first thought that came to me was, if you're willing to be obedient to the man of God in your life, when famine is in the land, God will sustain you. He will make sure you have just enough to make it through. For years, I've heard the term, obedience is better than sacrifice. I thought it was a scripture, but I wasn't sure, so I asked a friend and looked it up. It's found in 1 Samuel 15 and 22, but if you start reading at verse 10 and read through verse 23, this is the story of Saul when he disobeys God and spares the life of Amalek, the king of the Amalekites. Because of his disobedience, he is not only removed from the throne, but later he and all his sons die, and he suffers a lot during his life, all because he was disobedient. When I was praying about this episode, I immediately thought of obedience is better than sacrifice, and that's when I looked that up and and found out what the story was behind it. And as soon as I heard that, It was almost like God said, you may sacrifice some when you're obedient, but you sacrifice everything when you are disobedient. So many times God urges us to do things and we ignore him. I'm guilty of this. I've done this. And every time I lose sleep, I get sick, grouchy, get moody, I ain't even feel guilty. I don't have to deal with any of those things if I would just be obedient to God when he urges me to do something. In Deuteronomy 11, 26-28, it talks about this. It says, Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse, a blessing if you obey, and a curse if you do not obey. And that's just a shorter version of that. But the gist of it is, If you're obedient, you're blessed. If you're disobedient, you're cursed. And in my opinion, 
you know, I want to be obedient because I want to be blessed. I don't want to be cursed just because I refuse to obey. I not only want the blessings of God in my life, but in future generations. You can plant seeds in your bloodline that will grow in future generations. And I do not want disobedience to grow. Look at Saul's life. His sons paid for his sins also. Don't allow your seeds of disobedience to take over. A small sacrifice is so much better than sacrificing at all. Choose obedience. Choose blessings, prosperity, and miracles. God requires our obedience before our understanding. We may not conceive the flour or the oil, but when God says make bread, reach in your barrel and pour, pour from your cruise. Through obedience, you will find flour every time and pour out oil every time. Obedience is an act of faith. When you are disobedient, it shows your unbelief. I found this quote by Bill Johnson, Obedience is not measured by our ability to obey laws and principles. Obedience is measured by our response to God's voice. Are you listening for the voice of God? Has he been speaking in your life? Don't ignore what he has to say. Listen carefully. This could be your season of miracles. And um, I, I guess for me, I just look at it like this for weeks. God's been dealing with me about obedience. He's been urging me to do things, and I've just kind of put them off. And I've paid for it. In my health, in my rest, in, in just everything, I feel like I've just struggled. And when I made up in my mind that I was going to be obedient to his urging, I had such a peace come over me. And that's, you know, that's how it is. But it's not just God that you have to be obedient to. It's your man of God, too. You have to be obedient when he asks you to do something. When he asks you to step out in faith. When he asks you to testify. When he asks you to pray louder. Or to worship with the person next to you. Sometimes you don't want to worship with that person. And you're thinking, oh, well, I'll just, you know, it's okay. That's for everybody else. It's not for me. But that's not so. He requested something of you. And you have to obey it. So I think the main thing is, for this one, is don't ignore what God or your man of God asks you to do. Let them speak into your life and be obedient to what they ask of you. Because with obedience, you receive miracles. I'm going to end with a short story I love to write. And I've written for many, many years. not shared a lot of it with very many people. But lately, God has been giving me these little stories. And I've shared a few on a few of my episodes. And this one, he's kind of, he gave it to me a few days ago. And I've just kind of been holding it and I finally wrote it down so I hope it's a blessing and I hope this episode is a blessing to you God bless and have a wonderful day and a lovely week the miracle of the bread off the coast of the Mediterranean Sea in a small town called Zarephath which belonged to Zidon lived a widow woman and her young son and his family. 
On this evening, they were gathered around the dinner table, laughing and eating together. Tonight, they were celebrating a very special day, one that they celebrated every year. As the widow woman looked around the table, she could not help but think about how blessed she was. God had truly blessed her and her son. Her son looked at her and smiled. He took his wife's hand and nodded at his mother. As she looked around the table at her grandkids, when she got to the youngest, he had his hand raised. She nodded at him. He reminded her so much of his father at that age. Yes, my darling. He smiled at her, bouncing in his seat. Grandma, Grandma, can you tell us a story? All at once, all of the kids began asking for one. She smiled and said, what story do you want to hear? The youngest looked at her and said, the miracle of the bread, Grandma, the miracle of the bread. She looked around the table, and they all nodded. Slowly, she stood from the table and went to a shelf. It obviously was a place of honor in their home. Sitting on the shelf was a canister and an oil cruise. She carefully took them down and brought them to the table and began to tell her story. Long ago, there was a famine in the land. One day, I was out gathering sticks so that I could make the last small loaf of bread we had. And a man walked into town. He asked me for a drink of water, so I got up to get him one. But before I walked off, he asked me for a small piece of bread. I just stopped and looked at him and said, As surely as your God lives, I only have enough for one small loaf for me and my son. Then we will surely die. Her youngest grandson gasped and stared with big eyes. You see, this was the only the second time he remembered hearing this story. I looked around the table and went on. This man looked at me and said, Don't be afraid. God sent me here. Go and make one for me first, and then make one for you and your son. Until the famine is over, God will provide enough for us. So I went to the house, and I got the last of my flour out of this canister. She showed it to all of the kids, and I poured the last of the oil from this cruise. She held it up for all to see, and I made him a small loaf. And after I took it to him, I came home, and when I looked in the canister, it was empty. It was the same with the oil cruise. But when I put my hand in it, there was just enough flour to make one more loaf. And when I poured the oil, there was just enough oil. Every day until the famine was over, God provided enough for two loaves of bread each day. So as a reminder, each year we have a special dinner and thank God for being our provider. The youngest looked at the canister and the oil cruise in awe. The miracle of the bread. What a story. As the children got up from the table and went outside to play, the youngest came to his grandmother. Grandma, what was the man's name? With a smile on her face, she looked down at him and said, Elijah, he was a great prophet. That's why we chose to name you after him. Little Elijah looked up at his grandmother and smiled. Wow, Grandma, that's my favorite story. It's even better than when Dad died and the man prayed and he came to life again. Was it the same man? She smiled at him and said, it was little Elijah.
and he grinned and kissed her soft cheek, then ran off to play with his sisters. The widow woman stood in the door and looked out at her blessings. Her son came and put his arm around her shoulders and smiled down at her. Thanks, Mom, for being obedient, even though you were afraid. She smiled up at him, knowing that even though obedience isn't always easy, but with it, miracles can happen. After all, she received two because of her obedience. If this week has been a blessing to you, join me next week for more uplifting and fun facts about the Bible and the people that are in it. God bless and have a great week. See you next time.